The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American birding icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny, it's dark, it's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, we both sound like we've smoked 700 packs of cigarettes in a cabaret bar. Welcome to Fixing Famous People. <laughs> it's been a long day, but there's so much to talk about. I can't go to sleep because we have to speak about <laughs> Jared Leto climbing the Empire State Building. The number of people that have sent it to me are, it's out of control. I... My main question about this entire incident is why was he not shot down like King Kong was when he climbed <laughs> that building? What a much better story this and would also have been. Like, also, like, for what? Like, for what? Well, the what in this case was he did it to promote his band, 30 Seconds. No, is it I, from Mars or to Mars? It's to Mars. God, I didn't know if we were leaving Mars for Worlds Unknown or if we were on a journey to the Red Planet. This makes so much more sense, as does the fact that I could not identify a song of theirs if it were 
blasted into my face at Guantanamo. I, I would not know it. And like, just like Jamie Stein said, like, it's all performance art. Like, this is another thing that's just like performance art of him just like doing this for absolutely no reason other than to just get publicity for his album. <laughs> but what makes me mad is that he's the first person to do this. I feel like, I, I don't know, all of a sudden, having never thought about it before in my life, I now think that the first person to climb the Empire State Building should be a person of prestige. And I just don't understand why this was the first person to do it. Yeah, or like someone who like climbs, like is a professional climber. Right. Not an A-list actor. No. It, it's still just so weird. I feel like he's bastardized the Empire State Building. This is the statement that Jared Leto released. Thank you. And by statement, I mean, he might have just written this on Instagram. I have no idea. <laughs> now I sound like Miley Cyrus. That is I, a statement. I, 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 okay. <laughs> the statement is, the building is a testament of all the things that can be done in the world if we stop. put our minds to Dominic, it. stop. I cannot believe that. Are Which you is talking? largely the inspiration behind our most recent album. It's the end of the world, but it's a beautiful day. Oh, God. Leto said. I mean, well, I mean, I mean oh. I, we were played by Jared Leto. I just promoted his band on the world's 11th most popular entertainment podcast. This one that you're listening to. This actually fits in perfectly for him. No, people are sending it to me being like, when will we stop him? Like people are <laughs> upset. Someone should just shave his head. I think his strength is in his hair. That's his probably hair. it. Correct. You're right. Um, by the way, it's so someone listened to us fixing Lena, nay, Lena Dunham last week and is furious, although I think it might be faux furious because they hate Lena Dunham so much. They think that you and I should have a category or the option at the end of each broadcast to say not fixable. What are your thoughts? Oh, Yeah. Never thought of those options. Okay, never thought of that option. At right? All. <laughs> I mean, it means someone can't win the episode. I think we're entirely too competitive to eliminate to that aspect that of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, there could be, I mean, maybe we have to, like, take it to a, you know what I mean? Maybe we have to, like, put a, um, like, like, file an injunction. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's. Uh, like, maybe that would just be a very special fixing famous people. I refuse to fix. There, there it is. There's the gay niche that I needed to get in there. Twice a year, you and I have the opportunity to look at the audience and say, I refuse. That's it. You get two refuse passes for the year. We'll start this in 2024. Oh, I like that. Well, just like we have the popular vote now on the Instagram, like we can also right. have like a veto power. Sure. Hi, listeners. Welcome to our live development meeting. We could yeah. have done this off camera, <laughs> but fuck <laughs> it. Um, moving speaking, right along. Wait, speaking of our the popular vote on the Patreon, oh, please. you need to know that in the chat, people are saying, long live MQH. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Mary Quillian Helms isn't by the season finale, isn't a character on the Gilded Age. 
I will never bring her name or initials <laughs> up again. How dare you? How dare you? <gasps> Who is that? that? <gasps> oh my God, it's Mary, Mary Quillian Hems. Can we meet her? Can she come on the podcast? You know, it's so funny because from what I've seen of her on the Googles, you she's sent me not, her photo. You sent me like not, her headshot. <laughs> she doesn't appear to be like one eighth as intriguing as we're as making we her out to be is. on this podcast. Yeah. But she does have the best name of anyone who's ever been. A hundred percent. Except maybe for Joao Leto. But Mary Quillian Helms uh, is up there. Speaking of international women of mystery, <laughs> let's talk about <laughs> this photo shoot with Jeff Bezos and Lauren Sanchez. I, Dominic, it's criminal. <laughs> what? What is going on? It's what like is a, going it's, Why does the like richest person ad. in the world? It looks like a Stetson ad that like is went too far. The comments online are so cutting. At one point, someone says that they looked at the photos of Lauren Sanchez and thought that it was Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Oh my God. I have to say something. Okay. Should I sit? Oh, I'm sitting already. You Go are. ahead. Should I stand? She, I think that her face is like beyond repair. <laughs> her lips. <laughs> like if you want to get lip fillers, I want you to just Google Lauren Sanchez and take a good long <laughs> look at her. Well, those lips landed her one of the richest men in the world. So I'm just like. Uh, sure, but I just need – she is a cautionary tale, I'm sorry to say. I believe that she went to her surgeon and said, I want to look like Kimberly Guilfoyle after <laughs> someone's hit her with a bat. <laughs> and that's how I'm going to land the man that owns Amazon. And it how? worked. How? She's in there with her tricep. Her sleeveless numbers. And she's like falling out of a car to like lay on top of him. Like the picture is so insane. If you just look at it, she's like, we have to put these up. I'm sure people know how to find this, but we'll we'll put them up on the page there. Dominic, you you must watch. You must, you must seek out these photos. Dominic, just like the picture of Taylor Swift and uh, Sophie Turner leaving via Corona in the West Village. Yes. Other than you, other than you seeing it, every human alive has seen this photo. I still I have, have not seen. Uh, well, I have seen the Sanchez portraits. I did. I still have not seen the uh, Sophie Turner and um, what's her name again? Taylor Swift. She's sing a Mrs. Singer? Kelsey Grammer. She's a vocalist. Like I, I have, still haven't seen that photo. I have 84 unread text messages and I've seen the photos. <laughs> That's how <laughs> not on my phone I've been this week, and I still have seen them. Dior has launched a skincare line for babies. This is straight out of 30 Rock, and I'm obsessed with it. I think it's a great idea because um babies are assholes and they're always dry. <laughs> Every one of them. I'm sick of it. Thank you, Dior, 
for tackling the world's problems. It's so dumb and stupid, but like someone's buying it. That's the worst part of the whole thing. But like, right, this is like, this is something Jenna Maroney would say on 30. Like, Liz, you know I have to go to the Dior baby lotion like commercial. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's something where like, she's like, this is like that time that I did a Dior baby lotion commercial. And then it cuts to like a little, a little scene where she's like rubbing lotion on a baby's butt and being like, where's my agent? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. And yet it is true. Do we have a Brit watch this week? I don't think, is she? Okay. Uh, no, we actually don't because I'm not seeing her posts, but I miss, I want to do the, I want to do the theme. Can I do it anyway? Even though yeah, there's absolutely. no update. No, you can have, yeah, no, well, you I, have I mean, I have an update. It's that she, she, where is she? Let's, can we do this properly? Can you yes. say Brit watch? Brittany watch. <laughs> oh, baby, baby. Hey y'all. Before I go any further, I need you to know that although I did miss book club this week, which was covering Britney's book, so many of the cookies reached out to me and said that we it was full of hey y'alls. So people were just actively <laughs> saying that on our book club, apparently. From listening to this podcast? Yes. Hey y'all. I love that. Um, I love that. Will they do the same impersonation when you read Paula Dean's <laughs> memoir? That fake autobiography. Is. Yeah. Wait, are you aware that there is an SNL skit of people like auditioning to read the audiobook for Britney Spears' memoir. I heard about this, but I have not seen, seen it. it. Me either. Yeah. But again, people are stealing from us. Well, always. Yeah. So um, there's no. Britney's not posting. I'm not seeing any dances. I'm definitely not seeing dances with knives. And so I'm starting to be a little concerned. When you said dances with knives, all that came to me was dances, dances with, wolves. with wolves. Yeah, and that should be its own. <laughs> Someone should be doing like a parody, like like DVD cover of Dances with Knives, but it's yeah. for like in the <laughs> That would be great. Well, since there's not much with um Britney Watch, I don't know, should we do since Barbara Streisand is of the moment, should we be doing a weekly Babs watch until maybe um how how far into the memoir are you? I'm not like hour three or four of the 48. It is just her droning on and just like telling story after story about nothing. And I'm obsessed with it. Well, that's what the first four hours are. Wait, you know, are we going to do a theme for Babs watch? What would it be? I don't know. Like instead of, Hey y'all, it will be hello. Gorgeous. Babs watch. <laughs> hello. Gorgeous. <laughs> It doesn't have the same ring as Brit It doesn't. It's incredibly we're stupid. We can, we're going to we do it for the next six we're, months. Yeah, we're workshopping it. We're working here. Welcome we're back to our dev we're meeting. It. There's no juice in this book. What and I I know. Audio, wait. The what? audio book it sends me to another planet. When she's like, and then I was going over to the blah, blah, blah. Isn't that so crazy? Like, And I, she's just like talking <laughs> to you in a side. And it's like so fucking funny because you can tell that it's not in the book. But she's just saying that because she's like talking to the audio engineer in the other the room. The ad libs are, yeah, they're fantastic. Beyond. Worth but it just for that. It's a... It, I'm okay that there's not a ton of dirt in the book because the performance of the book itself is, is stellar. I mean, I'm sorry. It's sort of like, I feel like Britney's audiobook was the first time millions of people were even listening to an audiobook. And Michelle Williams did a wonderful job with Britney's book. 
but not what was it like a week later, Barbara's like, this is how it's done. Sit down, everybody. I will be here all weekend. At one point, she's talking about her stepdad, like never loving her or being in her life. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I really liked the color burgundy. And it's like so funny. Absolutely no sense at all. And she goes from talking about like deep childhood trauma that she still lives with today to saying like what her favorite color was when she was a child. And it is, it vacillates so quickly from like a random like character building line to the most insane story you've ever heard in your life about her doing this X, Y, and Z about like going to acting school and like getting into acting school and then being like, I didn't actually want to go here and then leaving. And it's just so unhinged. Maybe the, the book, whole thing. Maybe the book is um a thousand page cry for help. The whole thing. Maybe she's just mentally unwell. Maybe James Brolin is holding her hostage in their Malibu castle. And this is her only way out at this it's, point was this book. I mean, the random asides are like, take me to another planet. Well, the the best, quote unquote, best gossip in the book is apparently when filming Yentl, Mandy Patinkin wanted to have an affair with her. When the leading sexual headline of your life story is Mandy Patinkin, <laughs> this is going to be a pretty serene read. You know what I mean? But it is soothing listening to her is soothing. I'm not it embarrassed it really to say is. that I was at the gym the other day and I had my choice. Would it be music? Would it be my normal 1010 news radio in the morning? Yeah, 1010 wins. <laughs> Instead that I listened, I, I listened to Barbara and I looked around my gym in the Bronx and I could have, if someone had bet me a million dollars, I was the only person in that gym listening to Barbara Streisand. I bet I would have won that day. I bet if something embarrassing happened and everyone's phone went on speaker, they would have heard Barbara talking about getting the role in funny girl. And I don't think any that would have come out of anyone else's phone. There's something about it where you feel like you're on like a long walk with like your grandmother. Like it really made me like miss my grandmother. Like, Truly, because that's what it is. It's like a 90-year-old woman just like telling you stories about like how things were like cost a nickel whenever she grew up. <laughs> but then, but then it's like going like, on a walk with your grandmother getting lost for two whole days, whole days in the woods. <laughs> no one can find you. And the bitch won't shut up. My God. Uh, but it's it's very special. I will be I've been listening to like an hour a day and I've timed it out. So it's probably gonna be like a day or two before Christmas when I finish it, if I pace myself at this hour a day. And I think I'm going to ruin Christmas because I'm going to wake up Christmas morning and I'm going to be done with that book. And I'm just going to probably walk into traffic. She's going to need to write another book. Like from the ages, what what was life like from the ages of 79 to 80? I need an annual book read by Barbara Streisand. Well, you know that I've I've told people that we are saying that her book and Britney's book are the new, old, and new testament. They are the old and new testament. People are like falling off their chairs laughing. But it is the truth. It is the way. It is how we live now. It is our religion. I mean, the world is so fucked up and all of the other religions on the world have not of the world have not done their job of keeping peace. These books would do that. (laughs) Barbara and Brittany will bring peace to the world. There is absolutely no doubt. Hey, y'all. Speaking of bringing, (laughs) hey, y'all. Speaking of bringing peace to the world, um, 
we do so here at Fixing Famous People, uh, and a lot of people laugh when they listen to this podcast, as you should. It is comedic at its core. However, when we provide fixes to celebrities, sometimes these celebrities take the advice and we don't get the publicity that we deserve, particularly with one very Caucasian former <laughs> guest, so Eladia Baldwin. Chris, tell the people what's happening here. Oh, goodness. Well, just as I said, the Baldwins might be doing a reality show. Mm-hmm. Will I be the absolute first person to be tuning into this show? Yes. You've already made your own merch, probably. I know. Is it going to be the stupidest thing that's ever happened to our entire lives? Yes. Do I foresee them just like staring into a camera like blank stares and not knowing what to do? Yes. Are they doing this because Alec Baldwin is being criminally charged with murder? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Are the Baldwins broke? Yes, at yes. this time. Thank you. Did I tell them to do this, and are they now listening to me? Yes. Give at least a little bit of credit, Eladia. Put something on Instagram. Speaking of people that are absolutely listening to our advice, the Dance Moms reunion is happening. Yeah. They announced yeah. it the same day that our episode came out saying yep. that I should do it. Yep. That is now three separate people that have taken our advice. Well, yours all my, three of those my, times, my, right? <laughs> right. No I one is taking nice. my circus advice, but your reasonable pitches are being implemented in life. Three times. Like, I'm proud of that. You should three be. Three times. You should be. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I mean, I still have more wins, technically, but... Okay. <laughs> Your face. Okay. Yeah, okay. Let's move on. Well, we should move on. We should move on. We Listen, should... what we should move on to is telling you that if you have not signed up for the Patreon yet, I don't know what you're waiting for. People are loving it. People are calling for uh, Mary Quillian Helms's like life to be lived in the, in the chats. <laughs> We're doing the popular vote. People are loving the bonus episodes. Um, it's all at patreon.com slash fixing famous people. You can find so much uh, bonus content, and I promise you, you won't regret it. There are three big things we need to tell you about. One of them is that next week, Thanksgiving week, year of our share, 2023, <laughs> the Thanksgiving episode of Fixing Famous People will be what you have all been asking for for many, many months, and we will be fixing Britney Spears. Record-breaking published author, Miss Britney Jean Spears. <laughs> you are really pushing me right now with calling I, her an author. You are I, pushing I, me off a cliff. <laughs> Don't worry, you have an entire well, hour. The Woman in you Me by Britney Spears. You know what they should have done? They, how dare they release that without putting the word by in quotes? How, how dare, dare they? How dare you? <laughs> Even though you're completely right, how dare you? We will be fixing Britney Spears next week, but almost as exciting as that being the client is the guest we have coming on. Chris? It's Chelsea Devantes. You know her, you love her. 
I can't wait for her and I to team up against Dominic and literally I really, beat, him, I, beat him to the ground into submission. I'm going to talk a lot this week line. because next week I fear no one will hear my voice on this podcast. <laughs> they won't. Because Chris and Chelsea will be having a talking contest. We will be. We're, I'm, I've never met Chelsea before. I'm very excited. I am a huge fan. Anyone who listens to podcasts should also be a huge fan. Um, the second thing is... Have I mentioned my holiday show? No, you never have. Oh, well, let me have this opportunity for about 10 seconds to tell you you should go to my website, domentary.com. Thank you to everyone who's bought tickets and reached out. I'm so excited. Again, it is going to be in Chicago starting on December 1st. And then we go to Boston and D.C. and Atlanta, New York, L.A. and San Francisco. San Francisco is the last show. It's on December. I'm sorry. L.A. is the last show. And it's on. December 20th. And then the third big thing is uh, that Taylor Swift was finally seen kissing Kelsey Grammer after uh, her (laughs) tour stop in Argentina this week. Yeah. In a very not staged photo where there's a person running in right behind her with a humongous camera taking photographs of it. And in a way, kissed him in a way that really said to me, I... I may not have ever kissed a man before. Like that's what it looked like. It looked very schoolgirl. What was happening? I mean, don't I didn't. Do this. You know, don't do this. Don't, don't do what? Do this. Don't what get next? the gayler. What happens? What us. happens when they get to Chile? Will she give them a hand job in front of the crowd? Is that where we're going to start? I don't know. But I can't wait read... for the anal in Antarctica. Will this be a whole tour? <laughs> I hate you so much. Butt sex, Taylor's version. <laughs> Dominic Pupa. <laughs> I mean, the public display. This is the most power at this moment in time. Taylor Swift is the most powerful woman in the world. Why? With the photo ops, with the horrible make. Why? Why? It's so dumb. And if you read Julia Fox's book, they talk about how Kanye West was basically like, let's date and go public right now. And like basically just confirmed what we've all always thought about, which is like that celebrities date each other to like for publicity. Who would we have picked were it not a sports person? Although a sports person is actually, I mean, that's a, a genius. It's a great move. It, for it's her. a genius. It's, a, it's genius. Really? Never She's mind. I take back everything I said for the past three minutes. I, I do understand why. And I'm just jealous. I'm not part of it. And there you have it. <laughs> I wish I want to have some... you want to have sex with him in front of my family. I I, I think <laughs> I think Matt Bomer should have done the same thing, but reached into the trash and kissed me in front of everyone in Argentina. That's <laughs> that I with Matt Bomer. I would like to be the gay Taylor Kelsey Grammer. Oh God! Speaking of Kelsey Grammer. Speaking of Kelsey Grammer. The people we're fixing today have absolutely nothing to do with him. <laughs> They are. We are delusional. We need to get to our guests. All right. And we need to get to our client. Do you read a movie or TV review and wonder if you and the reviewer watched the same thing? I'm Julia Washington, host of Pop Culture Makes Me Jealous. And every episode, my guest and I examine a different pop culture property, past and present, and how it impacted and influenced not only society, but us as well. We take a look at the reviews from the people that we are told we should be listening to and reflect on how that makes us feel, as well as do we agree with them? 
We've covered topics like My So-Called Life, When Harry Met Sally, and Bring It On. We dug deep into Ted Lasso and Monica Lewinsky and the Depp Heard trial. So if you have an ex or two like Jordan Catalano, rejected the notion that men and women can't be friends, or always rooted for the Clovers over the Toros and wondered why no one else did, then this might be the show for you. You can find Pop Culture Makes Me Jealous anywhere you find podcasts. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Dominic, you know how sometimes I say, you know, we got a big one. We, this is a really important person. Blah, blah, every, blah. You know, literally every week. Every literally week. every week. Every yep. single week. Mm-hmm. I actually mean it this time. <laughs> <laughs> this is casting director to the stars of the stars, making the stars. People have gotten their careers off of her, casting them in television and movies. Her name is Felicia Fasano. She goes as Flea. Everyone knows her as Flea. We're calling her Flea. Welcome to the show. This is, I mean. It is huge. And I'm just clitorally, clitorally so excited to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Casting royalty queen Flea Fasano. And I am your guys' biggest fan. I can't even tell you how excited. I hope I can live up to the hype and also to your previous guests. You'll be great. You're going to do great. Can you um, tell us some of the some of the shows or some of the people that you have touched with your wand and made them famous enough to possibly one day appear on this podcast? <laughs> um, well, I would say like previously in my thirty five year storied career, I I have period. cast period cast people <laughs> in one of their first jobs or second jobs, like a Ben Affleck. Oh. Sam Rockwell and like Not her first deal. leads oh. in movies. But um, I, you know, I don't really take credit for that because there's lots of people I cast that never did anything again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's sad to say it goes both ways. Um, but the stuff that I'm really proud of, the most recent work I have, and I can talk about it because I'm a teamster. We're not on strike. Um, I <laughs> and I'm producer on this show called Better Things on FX, starring Pamela Adline. Also, she uh-huh. created it and directed every episode. I'm just so proud of that show. We had five seasons. Um, I recently had on the air a show starring Mute- Michelle Buteau on Netflix, Love. Survival of the Thickest, which is adorable. It's I think it's like the first and only rom com series. 
it really it truly is. Okay. Um, and then League of Their Own, which is my show that we just found out recently, we're not coming back for more episodes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And which I P.S. So thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. It was which so great. If you if you are a listener of this podcast and you have not watched the season one of A League of Their Own on Prime, so run, there- do not <laughs> walk. Like yeah. it was incredible. Well, I mean, we could talk about your career all day because you're so, okay. I mean, I mean, you basically, you're the reason Ben Affleck is with us, which is, in my opinion, a problem, but that is what it is. <laughs> uh, Jennifer Lopez thanks you, Flea. So you are here on a big day, Flea, because we are doing, you know, we're not fixing just one, but two, which is always a big moment around here. Yeah. Um, and just as famous as Ben Affleck are these two that we're about to get into. Well, in your house, Chris, they are probably more famous I, than men. Dominic, that's called a joke. And yes. <laughs> no, but and yes, I, don't, I think in your house, they actually are more famous. No, they are. Yeah, they absolutely but... are. Yes, 100%. So we're fixing Nick and Vanessa Lachey. And it's hilarious that I'm taking the lead introducing them because <laughs> I don't care about these people at all. You could fix them. Fuck them, feed them to wild boars. I don't care. Yeah. Chris, for the past year, has been trying to get me to watch Love is Love Blind. Is blind. Love is blind. Uh-huh. It is on my list. I feel like less of a human for not having watched it because everyone I know watches it and mm-hmm. watched the Netflix live debacle and which it talks wasn't about live. these two. We all sat here. Where is it? Right. I mean- it, they, like, it was so big, it crashed what the a tra- whole server. A travesty. A travesty. And we're yeah. doing several couples lately. We're turning yeah. into sort of a relationship podcast, oh, we are a relationship aren't we? Podcast. Yeah. We are. We've done Spidey, we've done the Pinklet yeah. Smiths, and now we're doing Nick and Vanessa Lachey. Well, before we dive in, uh, everyone knows at the beginning what we like to do is see if Chris and our guest can figure out the middle names of the people we're fixing because there is nothing in the world more important mm-hmm. than that. Let's start with Nick Lachey. I will tell you that his birth name is, in fact, Nicholas Lachey. Nicholas. Spelled just the way it is now. What do you think his middle name is? Okay, I say Anthony, which is also your middle name. Interesting. Interesting. I would not say Anthony because that sounds too Italian. And I think he's like a very... I like very white guy. Um, I know what his his nickname was probably Dickolus, <laughs> which is why he changed <laughs> it to Nick. <laughs> Nicholas Dickolus, because that's what we would have called him wow. on the block. <laughs> um, is it like Todd or something? It's like something super so close. Oh, so really? close. Scott. Nicholas oh. Scott. Nicholas Scott. Oh my. Well, you were closely. That's yeah. got to be a family name, doesn't Pretty it? Familiar. By the way, this apropos of nothing, his mother's name is Kathleen Fopma. Just going to leave that there. And How do you even spell that? What? F well, as in Frank, O, P as in Paul, M as in Mary, A, Fopma. Kathleen Fopma. Kathleen Fopma. It sounds like since a list. And they didn't. Yes. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Oh, God. Do you think maybe it's actually Catherine and yeah. that everyone in his family has a speech impediment? Yeah, they're, or they're all yeah. wasted. Do you know what I mean? They're like, Catherine. <laughs> the king of Spain. And they all had the list. Yes. Not since finding out that JoJo Siwa's mother's name was Jessalyn has the world been this rocked. <laughs> Catherine Papa. Catherine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Moving on to now his bride, Vanessa. How dare you? Lachey, born Vanessa 
Manilo, who, by the way, I no matter how much time passes, I always confuse Vanessa Manilo with Christina Milian. Oh. No, oh. Chrissy Teigen. That's a good one, though. She oh. wishes she was confused she... with Chrissy Teigen. But Christina Milian, who I don't uh, even they... know. I, I couldn't pick her out in a lineup. It's just because yeah, I that's smoke very so much weed and I have the word like, mill in my yeah. mouth. That's it. Very okay. Anyway, Vanessa Manillo, that is her birth name. Uh, what is Vanessa's middle name? Karina. Oh. Jesus Karina? Christ. No, but that's great. <laughs> damn it. God damn it. That's such a good one. Um... Manilo is definitely an Italian name, the dad, right? Her father was an American citizen. Her mother was born in the Philippines. Right. I'm gonna Hilariously say- enough, her mother was born in Manila and married someone with the last name Manilo. <laughs> You're welcome, listenership, for the education. <laughs> Dear God. I'm going to no. say something like Maria or something like No, pretty. it is actually Joy. Vanessa Joy oh, Manilo Lachey. Yeah. Have we ever guessed a middle name yet? We haven't done I it. I don't think so. I don't think so. Some but of I the guesses I, have been so off I think too. People don't really use their middle names. Like when we were growing up, it was like kind of important that everyone knew your middle name. Did you, was it like that for you? Right. Well, in an Italian family where mm. there's only three names being used for men, <laughs> you have to also scream the middle names out as yeah. well. Like Dominic right. Anthony is different from Dominic Joseph. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Before we get there, I feel mm-hmm. like we should throw it back to like where we kind of first discovered these two. Okay. Which for me was obviously Nick Lachey was first brought to me through 98 Degrees, which is 100%. The third, like, redheaded stepchild of like the boy bands of that era that right. did not at all get the amount of fame that NSYNC or the Backstreet Boys did. But I will say that because of Nick Lachey's, particularly then his unbridled hotness, yes. that was the only reason we ever even heard of 98 Degrees. Correct. Him and his brother, I would mm-hmm. say. And so that's where we find Nick. Then it's funny because much like they're the third boy band in like a line of succession. Nick then marries Jessica Simpson, who is the third in line after Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. Mm -hmm. They go on a show called MTV's newlyweds, which every single human being listening to this show, I'm sure remembers. And it was genius. I have it on DVD. I have a boxed set of it on one of my shelves in this apartment. That's how much I loved this television show. And that, drove them into fame like never before. And we should pause for a moment as reality producers just to talk about that show in general because it definitely Mm -hmm. was, I don't know if we call it a genre buster, but definitely at the time when it came out, it was so catchy and they were so quirky. And particularly Jessica Mm -hmm. was sort of became the sort of uh, reality star you wanted where it was an A-list, you may use that in quotes, celebrity, who then gave you a behind-the-scenes look at their life, and she was a little bit of a lunatic. So <laughs> it sort of it was in a long line of celebrities doing that. Obviously, a hat tip to the Osbournes. Like, this show, mm-hmm, their right. show probably wouldn't have existed without the Osbournes. There was something about Jessica. It was after the Osbournes? Had to be, after? right? Had oh, to I be. don't even Let's know. take a look. I just remember the chicken of the sea quote. Like, that well, who was doesn't? something. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. yeah. And she's one of the top reality, reality moments. moments yeah, 100% yeah. of all and time. I, I just worked with her also this past year. Not this year, 
because no one's worked this year. We're Last listening. I cast a pilot called Open Book based on her book. So I ah. cast someone to play her, a version of her and a version of him and a version of her parents. And I got to hang out with her on set one day. And I, she still talks about the past a lot. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. Well, you know, yeah. That's, we do oh. we do always have a very close relationship with the best years of our lives, don't we? Dominic. She was very sweet though. She was very sweet to me. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. By the way, yes, confirmed newlyweds Nick and Jessica did air after the Osbournes. This uh Nick and Jessica aired in 2003. I know the Osbournes was a, a year at least a year or two prior yeah. to that. But newlyweds that did launch them into way more fame than they originally mm-hmm. had, and like even more than like anything that they would ever do musically, they both became humongous celebrities. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, you know that the other three boy band members of Ninety Eight Degrees pulled Nick Lachey aside and were like, "Yo, can we be on your show? Can we and be on your like, show, no. bro? Can were we they? Did show? they ever show? He was up? like, "What are you gonna do? Help my wife do the laundry? I didn't think so." <laughs> <laughs> He's like. You know, amusingly enough, at least two of the members of 98 Degrees do all these years later now just work in a laundromat. In a laundromat. <laughs> That's horrible. And the other, the funnier thing about that is, you know what the degrees are in the laundromat? <laughs> <laughs> to keep it a nice. Other than that. Yeah, That's yeah. the saddest part of the whole thing is that one of those members is Nick Lachey. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think he leaves the love is blind set and goes to a washing yes, bolt? Yeah. He has another show that I haven't seen that's on there also about. It's called The Ultimatum. No, that's the two of them. Then he has one himself. About separate. what? I don't, I think it's a, it's, I don't know. I guess I should have looked that up before we got on here. Oh, God. Okay, well. It does. <laughs> and it's also know. Netflix. It's also, like, in that world. So let's transition to Vanessa. Okay. okay. Vanessa Manillo, mm-hmm. famed MTV VJ. Actress. Mm-hmm. Pageant she... title holder. Is she yes. an actress? <laughs> oh, she, yeah. yeah, she's she an actress. Well, first of all, Hawaii. She, was, she was Miss Teen USA in 1998. You were of that, Vanessa? I was not, actually. That tracks a lot. Mm-hmm. 98 again. She mm. was oh, a New Oh, my York- God, you're right. 98. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. <laughs> she was we a New York-based correspondent for Entertainment Tonight. Heard of it, maybe? Maybe you I remember um, her as a host for those things. That's sort of how I remember. I can't remember if she'd ever read for me. I feel like she might have sometime when I was casting Californication at some point, she might have come in for something, but um, I'd have to look that up. Well, I don't know that she'd ha- have been available for it because apparently I'm learning from the Wikipedia <laughs> that she has the lead role in the CBS spinoff NCIS Hawaii. I had yeah, no idea. No, what? I had, I no, had idea. no idea. Either. Me either. We're supposed to be television producers. Why don't we know about well, Vanessa? If, the saddest thing. If Rebecca Bregman was here, she wouldn't. She would have told us. She this. would, wouldn't she? She would have known all about it. She would have watched every season. I thought she's they a CBS that. queen. Uh, maybe they did. Maybe Wikipedia is not yeah. uh, up to date. Is it still going? I feel like I saw something, but unclear. Um, but unclear. Regardless. All right. So actress. I. I. Sure. I'll mm-hmm. give it to her. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make a blanket statement. Now, having never seen Love is Blind, but having mm-hmm. heard the raft of complaints about the Lachey's and what they're from doing me. wrong. And well, mostly <laughs> from Chris DeRosa, of course. Um, 
I have this to say. Hosting something, as I have said on this podcast many times before, is so much more difficult than anyone thinks it is, whether it's like a night at a comedy club or a reality. Like keeping right. things moving like that is a very specialized skill. I, I I always raise an eyebrow when someone who is previously an actor is just like, we know this person, put them in the hosting job. It's like, mm-hmm. uh-oh, uh-oh. Oh, let's just hold off for a second because it's hard for like, them not to interject their opinions or their own stories into stuff. A hundred percent. It's also very hard for someone who's not who doesn't start out as a host, mm-hmm. especially if they start out as an actor. They they tend to be playing the role of a host Correct. rather than Dominic. Being a host. Yes. Yeah. You know what yes. I mean? You know who yes. doesn't do this? Love or hate him. Uh, Ryan Seacrest, he keeps it all moving. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like he's not even there, but a lot of times that's what being a host is supposed to be. Yes. You're just supposed to keep the meat and potatoes flying yeah. at your dinner guests. And that's well, it. Because I think in America, we never really had hosts like that mm-hmm. until later. Unlike in, in London, that's like a, a host or TV presenter. It was like a real, you know, looked upon position. Sure. We didn't have those kind of people. We didn't have those kind of shows that much. And we had like, if we did, it was like, who, like Lawrence Welk or, you know what I mean? Like more of that kind of variety show or that, right. but we didn't have hosts. I think it's like gotta be in London. Right now, a stand up like a, a comic because so much of what they're doing involves, I don't want to say math, but you have to like read a room and ebb and flow with the crowd and sort of gauge their energy. When well, like uh, when set it, things up to then that, have them do, you know what I mean? Like a hundred percent. But a musician with his wife who is an actress, and then they both get together to host something that sounds sounds a little like James Franco and Anne Hathaway Oscaring their way into history of what not to do. You know what I mean? All this to say. They get married. Obviously, I mean, like, let's just recap really quickly how they get they get married. He he divorces uh, Jessica Simpson. They then get to, he then goes on a date with Kim Kardashian while she's trying to be famous really badly. And <gasps> he does. He, he reveals that they go into the movie theater and no one knew that they were there. And when they walk out of the movie theater together, there's nine million paparazzi that she called to get a picture with her. Oh, dating what? So wait, was she not famous at the time? Not famous yet. <gasps> so period on that, and then. He then starts dating (laughs) Vanessa Manillo and then they get married. And like so many times that people question them about Jessica Simpson and Vanessa is always like, what? No, what? Like, and kind of is always mean about it. And now they host the show. So (laughs) it's very obvious to me that like they had an overall, and again, this, I do not know any of this for a fact. This is all completely conjecture. We don't, we're not really it's, no, I'm just, for facts I just, on this podcast. No, thank God. I know, but this is we like the one that. area of anything where I would have a little bit of knowledge. So I'm trying to say that like, it is, this is all just me thinking. Well, we this. can edit it to make you look much more <laughs> factually based than you are here. I know. I'm saying I'm just, it's just a disclaimer that I'm not like revealing something that I know that's like under wraps. All right. It's very clear that they got an overall deal with Netflix and Netflix was like, what do we do with these two people? Like they, what, you know, they, Mm -hmm. when they're like signing up all these people to kind of, now they're like, oh, I have Nick and Vanessa Lachey. Like, what am I going to do with them? Mm. And they're like, well, no one really cares about like their lives or like anything that they're doing because they're not doing Mm -hmm. anything. So 
uh, what I think is like, oh, we're going to have all these new dating shows. You two can be the hosts of all these dating shows because you're two celebrities that are married. And mm-hmm. again, like you said, Flea, like theory casting, this is perfect because they can like talk about marriage and what it's like to like compromise and et cetera and do this and, you know, like be one with each other, et cetera, except they had no idea what they were getting themselves into because neither of them have any idea how to host anything. and it's terrible. And the funny thing is the kid, the people who are on it are very young. I don't even think they would kind of know who they are. They're like, you know, who? It's like, oh my no. God. It's. You and know. remember in the first, at the first reunion, remember this flea? He, they sat down at the first reunion for love is blind and Nick and Vanessa are like, She's like, hi, I'm Vanessa Lachey. And Nick goes, and obviously I'm Nick Lachey. Remember? remember and everyone was like, <laughs> and everyone was like, what the fuck? What? And so now they make him say that every time because like <gasps> people made fun of him so oh. much for it. That is hilarious. Dominic, this is what you're missing on Love is Blind. So <laughs> I'm missing Nick Lachey. No. So PS utter the most idiotic no, line on PS, Netflix. Yeah. In season one. You can look back on some of the footage. There's like full scenes where Nick would come in and talk to them. And like in the first season, they were like a huge part of the show. Yes. They got rid of that. Huge, huge part of the show. And they said, yeah, they said now we're not going to, you're not going to be seeing us like you've seen us before, which I thought was so odd to point it out. But even before, even in the first season, like they barely talked to them and they edit out. You could tell on certain things with the reunion, there was like packages where you could see that they were, that like Nick and Vanessa were way more involved than, than what aired. Mm -hmm. And like they edited them out of the show. Like, it's so obvious. They edited them so out of the show because they probably did such a terrible job at, like, being these, like, rocks for the men and the women while they're in the pods that, like, they then just became these, like, placeholder people that, like, don't even need to exist (laughs) that just basically say, hi, you're now in Mexico together. We're going to see if you guys can, like, still be together when you see each other in person and have to live sleep in the same bedroom. So you think they changed the whole format of the show and their participation because they were not good. There's no doubt in my mind. And this is all a guess, but there is no doubt in my mind that that's what happened. Hmm. And the reunion, I mean, I, I, like, I just rewatched it again because, you know, the fucked up one from this past season, uh, the one, no, I had just seen that one, but then I went back to season four and I was like, oh, my God, she loves to gossip. I feel like she's just she, there to dish. No, and it's what Dominic said. She's playing the part of a host. Mm-hmm. That's what she's doing. She is like, it wasn't so bad in this one because she finally, okay, I've been saying on KKC's podcast forever that she is in a war with the hair and makeup team, the lighting team, and the wardrobe team. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know what she did, but when I tell you every outfit she has on is so fucking ugly, every single makeup and hair up until the reunion of season four has been terrible. And when they light her at the reunions, when I tell you she is lit like absolute dog shit. (laughs) And she finally, no, she finally rectified it or she listened to me or something because this this reunion and only this reunion, she looked amazing. Something uh, so she did something. something she was something. doing 
You know what I bet she was doing? I bet that she was going to the crafty table and taking bites out of bagels and then putting them back. <laughs> putting them back. And I think everyone probably, because she's obviously someone who can and will not eat an entire bagel. Yeah, so she correct. probably- Well, no, bite. 100% because that's something I do want to bring up here that really is evident is the fat phobia of this show. Oh, and if the yeah. whole idea is love is blind, isn't it supposed to be you fall in love with people of all shapes and sizes? However, they're always like perfectly tiny, pretty much, you know. Well, there. Well, girl. guess what? Netflix is not at all ready to unpack someone, no. them revealing themselves. And it's like a guy that goes to the gym every single day and then a woman yeah. who's like, like fat. Like they're well, just not ready to, they're not ready to deal with that. Well, I think obviously that whoever is lighting her and picking out her outfits is uh, overweight. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why they are. That's why maybe she's looking the way they're. Oh, they're like <laughs> you're, they're like. Oh, I'm not skinny enough to be on this show. Here's your smoky. I used right. Here's, you know, here's, here's your here, here's your burlap mesh dress. Enjoy the reunion, you bitch. <laughs> and they're light with the mag light. Enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. No, Dominic. It's mag lights. It is literally mag lights. I'm literally mag lights lighting her. I'm. I'm going to send you screens. I'm going to put stills up on the Instagram because it's criminal. It's criminal. Way, what no, I, I was thinking at this for this far into our discussion that someone would have said one thing that made me want to watch love is blind. And I don't know. <laughs> the more the two of you are talking about it, I'm like, this just what this isn't for me. How is no, this? Not it's for not me? for you. Dominic. It's They're not, not for great. You. I produced a bachelor for like a thousand years. I love this sort of relationship reality show, but for some reason there's nothing about love is blind. That's appealing to me. I don't know why. I, 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 and I've Maybe never it's seen them. I'm watching The Golden Bachelor, though, because I. Oh, you know, yes. Lee, that, you know. That's must see. Uh, I knew Susan for president. Susan, but also, Susan for president. Susan, um, they, it's also fat phobic as well. I would like to yeah. say all of the women are very, very thin. Very thin, the ones. And, the, and where he is now, they're all younger than him. Well, too. Okay. One, why is there not a show called like Big Love? I know that was a show called they Big had Love, but like, it. why is there not a show called like, like flirty and fat? Or I don't know, like, do you know what I mean? And it just be and all just fat people. Just, no, no, I'm serious. Just like that. fat, like you know, you want to be with someone who's fat, and some people who are not fat love fat people. I mean, I say this as a fat person, as a plus size girl, and I have these conversations a lot about body diversity, you know, that's a very important part of my casting life too, to mm-hmm. make sure everybody is represented that way. Not to get too serious here, but um, no, yeah. we'll take it. We need a little dose. A little, a little dose. But um, it is frustrating. I watched it because I was thinking it's going to be people that would never have met each other. It's like when I cast the real world LA, the second season, the season before, the way they cast it was they they did it like they were casting actors. They put out a breakdown. So when I came on, we targeted cities and careers and did all this other outreach. And I would say about that show was like, we are putting people together that not only would never like be friends, they'd never be in the same elevator together. Yeah. You know, it's like that's what I was hoping for more of that kind of like, I'm learning so much about this other culture or. If well, you did to- it. Well, I mean, that season of real world is royalty. I mean, it's obviously, especially those first couple of seasons, but you really mean like the actual second season of the actual first run of the real world. Yes. So with John and Irene, good Lord and the best. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah, oh yeah, Irene. I cast her. We were looking I for someone who was going to get married. And then <laughs> Dominic is too. What? Dominic's bowing. Dominic's bowing. I'm we serious. If you're responsible off. for that. You got to be fucking kidding me. Fuck Ben Affleck. Ooh. The real world Los Angeles. Kristen, Fuck I Ben Affleck. I'm like, if I should have never left, I would have been. I would have been Unum and Murray. Both ben. Yeah. <laughs> what's with I the would... shirt? I mean, that's like, you know, what's with the shirt? That's a classic queer television moment. Good for you. Wow. I have chills thinking about it. I don't know. Because I was in the closet then. And uh, in my head, it, well, in the room watching with friends, I was like, yo, what is with the shirt? That's how I sounded before oh, I came Lord, out, everyone. I don't remember this. Who said this? Uh, John said it to, uh, oh. she, she had her shirt on that said, "My girl, uh, I'm not gay, but my girlfriend is. I think that's what the shirt said. And they were was shooting to, pool. And he was like, what's something? with the shirt? Like, what are you trying to oh. tell us? And she was like, that I'm gay. And we it was a moment because he was very Christian, you know? We could yeah. not get him out of the apartment, out of the house. <laughs> you mean when you wrapped shooting? We couldn't get, yeah, it was very. <laughs> That's a great fucking nugget. Is he still there? It's been like 23 years. <laughs> Is he still there? Is he squatting? <laughs> years, right? 27 years. Um, yeah, he's still waiting for them. We could not get wow. him to like do anything. It was very he's good. He's good for a reunion though. He'll go to all of them. Like he's, yeah. he's, he's at every single one. Some of that stuff sometimes, like not like just beat up with some of the people and cause I'm not on Facebook. I miss out, but, um, it was fun. Sorry. Got off no, don't be sorry. No, that's that's a, that is a pleasant walk down memory lane. Jesus Christ. L Real world LA. We've talked about Merv Griffin. You should never leave here. <laughs> no, I am. Um, you and I need to I'm host our own podcast. So one where, where I don't have Chris saying, I've never heard of this person. Before. Yeah. <laughs> And then half you, the shit that Chris listen. says, I'm like, I've never heard of them. And Chris is like, they're in the post today. I'm like, well, I don't know who they are. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, Nick and Vanessa Lachey. He's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> um, if we had Rebecca Bregman with the three, like you two and Rebecca Bregman would be like an Oppenheimer bomb going on. It really, it's like the, the Turner classic movies of yeah. podcasts yeah. right there. <laughs> so the Lacheys have become under fire most recently because they're just so insufferable on the show. Not yeah. only are they like so not utilized to the point where it's like they don't even need to be there. You're then like in the middle of them, all of the people like living the experiment, quote unquote. And then it just cuts to like, Nick and Vanessa like driving a car down a beach and then they like get out and say, Hey everyone. Like, it's just so it's clearly a contractual obligation for them to appear in like every other episode of the show. Mm -hmm. And it's so apparent that it's like appalling almost. And so it's funny because so many people are like, when they go to the reunions, Vanessa is the one that speaks more than anyone else on the, any of the reunions and gets involved in talks. And it's like, well, what about this? And again, Dominic, just like you said, playing the part of a host. She's mm -hmm. like, so whenever you went to the blah, 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 did you do this? Like she has these lines and it is like, it's like a theater performance. Like it's not even that it's like her acting on a TV show. It's her doing, it's you doing mm -hmm. your comedy show. She thinks she's doing your, your holiday show. Like that's right. what she thinks she's doing during a reunion of a show where these people are like pouring out their heart and souls of like why they didn't get married to each other. Mm. And she's like, so did you ever think about having kids? <laughs> like, she, am I exaggerating at all? Not at all. I was just thinking, like, 
how how far in pageants did she go? Would she have been like she was Miss Teen USA? I mean, that's a pretty big one. Hardcore train you to for that far up? I don't like Miss America. Yes, you go through training for that. So this, by the way, this these past two minutes are actually making me want to watch it. No, just Dominic, just watch. Listen, I just want to just watch the reunion. Watch, watch the reunion that was supposed to be live. Dominic, if you go back and watch not the most recent reunion, but the reunion before, she is doing a one-woman show. It is yeah. wild. <laughs> she Love is, is like, Blind is Vanessa Lachey's cabaret act. No, she's the, and that's that, a problem is that yeah. she thinks that that's what it is. Like she truly believes that and it's so palpable on screen and the other people are just like, Huh? Like, the and they're scared. Like, they're not professionals. They don't know no. why they like. They really no. They all, well, oh my god! You know what does drive me crazy is that everyone calls it an experiment, but they all say experiment, and it makes yeah, ex- like don't you say oh. And they all say this experiment, but over and over and over again. Yeah, I want to. I want to even this out though. So what's obviously we know what her flaws are. Is he just as bad as her? He's or just is, sitting there. He's, he's not the even speaking. Head. Really. He still has a faux hawk. That's his one of his flaws. He He has dad jokes, you know. Mm. Every once in a while, pun. These queens. Nick Lachey is forty-nine. He'll be fifty in November. Wow. I I will say they do. I will say they do both look great. Yeah, they're very attractive. When she's lit correctly, but they named all their kids after cities. I don't think they've ever been to. Really? (laughs) Well, would you? I mean, how hot are they? Camden and. Like Brooklyn, Phoenix, Camden, and Brooklyn. I'm like, I don't see that they were in Camden, Maine, or Phoenix, Arizona. How about and Camden, New Jersey? Is Camden, yeah. New Jersey is oh, the one. Good Lord, Camden. that's like the most crime-ridden city in our nation. Is it <laughs> not? Phoenix. Am I wrong? No, you're right. I was like, per capita, there are more crimes in Camden. What a what a name to give someone. Have mercy. Yeah. There's also Camden, Camden. Phoenix, and who else? And I, I'm sure it's Brooklyn or something, or the Bronx. The Bronx. Uh, the Bronx would be a great name. The Bronx. The, the Bronx. My daughter, yeah. the Bronx. You no, my daughter, the Bronx. <laughs> but the, okay, so that's the thing. And then the worst part is that then they're like, P.S. Like, come watch our new show, The Ultimatum, which is like another version where they just lock these people in a fucking hotel and make them like sit in a pool together the whole time. So they they make them swap their partner. That's like, they literally say you are going to go with one of these other people, whether you like them or not. And then you may end up leaving with them. I watched one season of the ultimate. I didn't even watch it. I couldn't. I I, I couldn't because of Nick and 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 Vanessa. I I was watching the lesbian one. The queer ultimatum. I watched a few episodes of that one and Mm -hmm. I I rather enjoyed it. It was very dramatic. As dramatic dramatic as every lesbian couple you know. So very dramatic. Yeah, slam. It was. It was a lot of talking. I literally literally was texting my queer friends going, This is too much talking. Like, get to the fucking already. (laughs) You know? Um, so if they're if they are so bad at hosting, why do they keep being given shows? Like, is is the, is them the being bad part of the brand? Like, are they the Florence Foster Jenkins of hosts and people are Maybe. just like, look how bad, give them another one? <laughs> I think that it's contractual. I think that they're like, let's run this out while we have it. And like, then whenever their contract is up and we've put them in enough seasons, then we'll just get rid of them. 
People really, after season four, got super angry with her well, and wanted it, it them, would, and, and it, wanted. There was like a campaign to get them off the show as the as the host. Yeah, I was part of it. Show. I'm aware. I basically wrote the but fucking bill. I went back to it. What did what upset you so much? Because I was trying to remember. It was because they let um, the two have the video one. And then... No, it wasn't even that. It had nothing to do with it. It was just the fact that she just was acting the whole time. And she was mm-hmm. like, and then you went over to what did you do? Like, it was just all these weird, like at one point she did this pose where she like looked over her shoulder and was doing a face like, ooh. And I literally took a screenshot of it and to put it side by side with the Grinch when the Grinch is smiling and like his hair goes into a heart because he's so happy because he's so evil. That's like what she looked like. Like it was... <laughs> crazy this is their gravy train right now but Mm -hmm. everyone hates them that's the thing not one person is like i love them as the hosts of this and if they want to parlay this into more hosting things like they're Mm -hmm. not doing a good job of it and netflix isn't helping them at all so we're gonna fix that right now we're we're gonna gonna fix that that right now. i can't wait i mean i wonder i'm dying to know which angle you're gonna go in on if you're gonna do separately are you gonna do them as a couple or it's a buffet it's a toss-up we really do this is this is where we come in with our um with our expertise flea basically yeah yeah okay. we're fixers flea you know you know how it goes but basically we both will pitch now and then mm-hmm. you get to decide who you think um okay has the better pitch <sighs> dominic's favorite part this is my favorite part of love. every week this face Nick and Vanessa Lachey. You. The haiku. You. I don't. You have done wrong to someone because you have been lit horribly, dressed horribly, makeup horribly. Someone's grinding their gears for you and you got to set it right. So this is the thing. They have a contract. There's no doubt in my mind that they have a contract that they have to fulfill. With the devil. With the devil, aka <laughs> Netflix. No, no. What what is going to happen is that Netflix is going to give them a mini series, going over their entire lives and following them right now, a la the Beckham documentary that everyone is like fucking oh, jizzing Jesus. their pants over. Okay, it's so. However, good. for them, they are going to believe that it is serious. But it is actually going to be shot as a comedy <laughs> without their knowledge. There's no way that they can, they, they are going to be told this is the rawest you're ever going to be. And we know already when saying this, that exactly what we're going to get is like housewives level parody of like how insane they think that, like how great they think they are, how much they're going to step in shit. It is going to be full on like Valerie Cherish. Is it going to be like jury duty? It's going to be just like jury duty. Like where we, that's what I was going to say next. Just like where like, they don't know that we know that they know that we know that like they're, they are the butt of the joke, but they will have no idea until it airs. And it is going to one endear everyone to them because they are going to look like fucking idiots. And two, it is going to fulfill the contract with Netflix completely. Like they are going to get this deal and it's going to be like everything we already signed with you is out the window. If you sign this deal to get your own series that you desperately want, I know that. Mm -hmm. And then, so then they're going to sign away all of the things that they like basically are like holding Netflix's feet to the fire and then do this thing called the Lachey's, which is like their five part mini series that is going to be the funniest shit we've ever seen in our lives. 
And so the, would it be set up like jury duty where there's going to already, there's actors coming in. So it's like, let's say they no. call Connor, but it's really no. an actor coming in no. and no. he does something. We are just, that. it's really just a docu-series, it's just, but it's like about how it's edited. Then. We are to know that like what we are getting is pure comedy because they are unaware okay. that we're trying to look for it. Okay. Wow, they're gonna sue, but this is a good idea. It doesn't matter because it is gonna be great. Because, because guess what? When they look like fucking idiots in this docu series, I'm gonna be like, I love Vanessa Lachey. <laughs> um, so you think people will like them at the end of this? People will like them at the end of it because yes. they'll think they have a sense of humor about themselves, guys. Because they're gonna be executive King. producers on people it. People so loved what's these. They're gonna say, well, they had to sign off on this. Oh my god, how genius of them! To show how ridiculous they are. But you're Correct. actually going to Joe Millionaire these people. Like, Correct. Wow. Okay. That is Can my Can I pitch. make one? I, I want to make one suggestion. Okay. Will you call the show Shay Lachey? That's all I want to know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> House of Lachey. Shay Lachey. Shay Lachey. Shay Lachey. House of Lachey is great. Shay House Lachey. Lachey. Yeah. House right, of Lachey. Well, I will defer to Flea because she is a professional. Okay. House of Lachey, yes. I not like that it. you're not, Chris, but uh, in okay. France, they will call it Shea Lachey. Okay. <laughs> Nicholas Scott and Vanessa Joy Manilo Lachey. Karina. Karina Maria Lachey. My, I, I did not know at the beginning of today's session how I was going to go, but because of Felicia Fleefasano's influence over me during this broadcast, Ooh. I have I have decided exactly what needs to happen to you. Uh -oh. You, your image has been tarnished by a couple of things. First of all, the show you're on has come under fire for many reasons. The two of you have come under fire for being, from what I'm hearing, uh, wooden and untalented are the words that are coming to my <laughs> So we need to humanize you and we need to do better on this show. So here's, here's, here's what we're going to do. We're going to reboot. This is also a fix in some ways for Love is Blind. Oh my we're going to do, we're going to oh. do an all thick version. Oh my God. Of the bachelor. And we're going to call it the Fatchelor. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna cure all the problems we've been talking about and nick and vanessa lachey are gonna host this show but here's here's what they're also going to do <laughs> they're know. gonna live in the house with all with the contestants them. and eat every meal that these contestants eat because we are not we're not sugarcoating. They're going to eat the way an American eats. They're going to eat full meals, in between meals, drink all the wrong thing. They're going to just, that's what the Fatchelor is going to be. It's going to be American sized people in there. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to watch the Lachey's gain weight on the show. And we're going to have a one behind the scenes camera with them at all times. <laughs> Please calling 911. She's <laughs> calling the police. Oh, now this is the show. What is it? Really big love, more to love, new dating show. Oh, so there was a version of there this was before. One, but the okay. guy ended up picking like the skinniest girl and then What a surprise. Her, Naturally. He ended up marrying like he he got another show after that. I think he was on The Bachelor, the guy. 
and then they put him in the fat suit. <laughs> well, but we anyway. will have to, we will have rules to be bachelor. on this show. You know, I don't want to be too crass, but we'll we'll have a rule about. There's going to be a minimum BMI to be a contestant on this show, and it's going to be whatever the average is for American people. That's the that's the minimum that you have to be to be on this show. And Nick and Vanessa are going to be on the show. You must they, be this fat to to ride this ride. Yes, <laughs> quite literally. Um. And that's the pitch. We're going to fix Love is Blind. We're going to fix the Lachaise. We're going to fix the whole <coughs> genre, actually, with this one with this one television show. And that's my pitch. I Can I say something? Because I think they're both genius. I feel like the real fix is these two shows combined. Sure, but... There's there's a way. Because first of all, you're going to see them living. In Chris's show, you're seeing them living in the regular life, but it's, it's going to be edged towards a comedy. And then in Dominic's show, you've got them living with the contestants. Is there some way to put this together? Yeah, she's right. And normally Chris and I, we poo poo the combining thing, mostly because oh, we're, mon- we're monsters and competitive and want the yeah, win. Yeah. But, <laughs> All right, then Chris no, wins. but I don't, okay, hold on. <laughs> I don't oh no, know if Chris if is I the winner, we, then we had, then we definitely have to combine them because <laughs> go ahead, Chris, what are we going to say? No, I don't know if I agree because I almost think like your idea is my, is that because it's, them living they're just not living their own lives they're not living in the life of right you know what i'm saying this is what we do we do it drag race style right so Mm -hmm. they're so you know you have rupaul's drag race and then you have like a behind the scenes moment with uh drag race untucked except the untucked for the bachelor is you're in the wing of the house where the laches live and so you're you're living with them off camera. Got it. Okay. You know what I mean? So we actually okay. can combine the two ideas. Oh, you get I'm two swayed. series out of it. Okay. So this is a way where it's like, then you have to see them in the aftermath. And I want to see them being like disgusted with themselves. Do you know what I mean? That they're like, <laughs> I can see you're <laughs> vomiting. Like that. You see that they're like so disgusted. They had to eat so much food that they wouldn't normally eat. That is you fun. I almost am now toilet. voting. I'm now voting for you, Dominic. That's yeah. a sad part. No, like, we have to combine know, them. They have to be combined. It's not. I know, but my idea is I, I not. Well, I guess it is kind of. Too. I, I mean, I think they're both really great in their own right. Your show is the adjunct. Like your, it's like mm. we're still following their lives, but it's going to be mm-hmm. as they're as they're hosting the Bachelor. All right. Can okay. you see I, Nick walks yes. in? He hears a noise. She's throwing up. She's like, they made me eat nachos, Nick. Nachos. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fantastic. It's, it's like there's fantastic. no workout equipment. There's no gym. No, they're yeah, not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> they're not allowed. But they have to like, so they have to figure out ways to do it like against the wall or with this chair. You'll see them doing exercises. He'll like, like lift her. He'll like bench press her. Not even that. Yeah. We won't even let them climb the stairs. Uh, we will put, <laughs> we will install a chair, uh, like a, a stair chair. And that's how we won't even let them accidentally get exercise. <laughs> All right. So is that, is your final, this is it a torture. tie? I mean, I think it is a tie if it's that sort of, I'm I hate not, to be. This is one I'm actually going to pitch, Chris. Like offline, I think it's a great think idea. It's okay. Just no. the thought of Vanessa Hello, Lachey Netflix. vomiting on Netflix, I think, is enough for me it's to great. be okay with the new ad content. I think I'm okay yeah. with the with the increase in price. Mm-hmm. That's true. I bet one of them will end up falling in love with a contestant, and it'll that become man. part of the show. 
Who are they? Kyle Richards? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. On that note. <laughs> All right. It's a tie. We'll take it. It's been a we'll while since it. we've had a tie. We'll take it. Months, in fact. No, it, that's not true. I just yeah. feel like there's Polly not enough to do with them. Also, it's like if you don't, if you because oh, like they're so ident their identity is so with this kind of a show. Yes, they're so inextricably like, linked. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Well, we did it. We fixed them. We um, did. This is only the third tie in the history of the show. The third tie in a five-episode show. No, this is the third <laughs> tie in almost forty episodes. Oh my goodness! Mm -hmm. But we all agree. We agree. Yeah, we agree. Okay. Flea, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you for dropping absolute bombs on us, like casting <laughs> Ben Affleck and, and um, uh, amongst other things. Tell any everyone where they can find you. Oh, I am at Flea Fasano on Instagram. I am at Flea Fasano on the X, whatever, Twitter. Mm -hmm. And um, I have made one or two cooking TikToks. Um, at Cyberflea, C-Y-E-R. That's a great handle, yeah. one. And two, Flea is just constantly making breads, pastas, et cetera. Dominic, oh. once you get your number, you're just going to have carbs be sent to you virtually. I all the time. I'm a focaccia maker. <laughs> oh, I love it. My I God, what a Paisano it. episode. I should have like, hey, compadre, like playing Italian. Italian. <laughs> this is our most <laughs> Italian episode to date. Italiano? Yeah, a Mambo Italiano we should be playing at the end of this. Um, Flea, thank you so much for being with us. Thank Dominic, you. where can people find you? Uh, my website is domintary.com. My socials are at Dominic Puba. And at both locations, you can get tickets to my holiday show this December in Chicago and Boston, Atlanta, D.C., New York City, Los Angeles, and San Francisco. Chris, you know what this final question is. Oh, I did this last week too. It's not the final question. It's the penultimate question. Penultimate question. Where can the listeners of this podcast find you? You can find me at the Krista Rosa. You can find the show at Fixing Famous People. Write a review and let us know who you want us to fix next. You can also sign up for our Patreon, which you can find in the link in our bio um, of the Fixing Famous People Instagram account or mine or Dominic's. I wish you both well, and as always, where's Shelly? Goodbye. Oh, where's Shelly? <laughs> hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.